Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the most important questions of the upcoming NFL draft, that's Thursday night on ESPN, is... The Miami Dolphins are looking for a quarterback. And it was always tank for Tua, tank for Tua, tank for Tua, until it wasn't. And now it's Justin Herbert has our eye, has caught our eye. And I think, obviously, that has a lot to do with injury concerns. And the fact that Justin Herbert fits the mold of a typical quarterback, the six foot five guy with a good arm, semi mobile can make some plays with his arm, has great arm strength. So I think a lot of that has to do with that compared to Tua Tungvaloa, where not only is he six foot, but he's also what they like to call injury injury prone. And I don't like using that term. I don't think that's a term that it gets thrown out too frequently. A guy has two tightrope surgeries, and a hip surgery, and he's injury-prone. Well, the reason he had the tight ropes was to get right back out there. In this day and age, with the tightrope injury, it actually makes your ankles stronger than before the surgery. So I don't think necessarily that the ankle injuries are anything to worry about. Now, the hip injury is a injury that we most frequently see in car accidents. Now, we've seen it in a couple of players. You've seen it with Bo Jackson, and I believe C.J. Mosley, the linebacker for the Ravens, had the same kind of injury. And you take a look at Bo Jackson 30 years ago, it ended his career. C.J. Mosley went on to have a fantastic career as a linebacker playing a physical, physical position. Now, obviously, due to coronavirus, it's created this negative impact on Tua Tungvaloa in his draft stock. And I think that's what's creating this Tua versus Herbert. Joe Klatt kind of talks about how teams are split on these two. Conversations in some buildings, as as I'm having you know my conversations with people in the draft, I think there are more teams that are split between Herbert and Tua than we think. And I think one of them might be Miami. So I don't know if Tua is a dead set number two quarterback in the draft. Now he is for me. I'm just stating that. I think there's a significant drop off on the field, the play, the decisions, the accuracy, the ability to to move the ball up and down the field. I think that there's a a pretty significant drop between Tua and and Justin Herbert. However, that's not the case in some of these buildings. and, And one of them being Miami. Now they talked about how he talked about that for him, Tua is above and beyond better than Herbert. But often you get those guys that are in the front office that say, hey, I have some of the best coaches that I'm taking a look at a guy that's six foot five, six foot six, got a great arm, and he's a little bit mobile, strong arm, fairly accurate. I think I can make the most out of him. I think I could take him and put him on the next level. And that's talking about Justin Herbert. 
Now, obviously, with the injury concerns, we keep having to come back to the injury concerns because in this day and age with the coronavirus, you can't get hands-on. So you have to rely on those of other doctors that have been on the scene from day one. And you can't necessarily firsthand take a view on it and get your doctors on it. And when you're drafting a player of his caliber at such a high level, you're taking a quarterback that's going to be your franchise quarterback for not 5 to 10 years, but 10 to 15, or even 10 to 20. You take a look at Tom Brady, Eli Manning, Aaron Rodgers, Ben Roethlisberger. These guys are playing 15 years and beyond. So you're taking a look at, this could be my quarterback for 10, 15, 20 years, not just 5 to 10. So I got to look at it at the long haul. But Adam Kaplan talked about how easily, with this injury history and with coronavirus, that Tua Tungavaloa could drop out of the top 10. If he drops it all, Jonas, it would be from a medical standpoint. It wouldn't be for anything else. He's a, he's a decent processor. Coaches love him. I, mean, I talked to a team that, if he drops out of the top 10, would probably look at, at certainly consider taking him. And this personnel guy said in, in their talks with him, it's been great. Uh, they really like the player. They've done all their homework. I think there's some people, and I've said this when you've asked me for the last month or so, there are a lot of people in the National Football League think he drops out of the top 10. Now, if he drops out of the top 10, I, as a NFL analyst, as a NFL show host right here, right now on Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM, I love that because that's going to create so much buzz. Who's going to trade up to get Tua if he drops out of the top 10? Because if I'm a team like New Orleans Saints, am I completely sold on Taysom Hill? Nah. If I could trade up to maybe 13th spot with the San Francisco 49ers and get Tua Tungvaloa, or maybe the 49ers go, okay, we have a good wide receiver core. You know, we made some pickups in free agency. Obviously, we'd like to get a defensive lineman or a wide receiver to uh, solidify both those positions. But if Tua's following the 13, why don't we take Tua? You know, there's so many different storylines that could come out of Tua dropping out of the top 10. Now, there's a reason why Tua doesn't drop out of the top 10, in my belief. He's too darn talented. Too darn talented. And doctors have been there since day one. They're getting all the information out to everybody. I don't think he drops out of the top 10. If he drops past Miami and the Chargers, there's something wrong with those franchises. And we already know that there's something wrong with the franchises. When you have Phillip Rivers and you can't consistently compete for a Super Bowl, there's an issue within that organization. And Miami, they've been looking for a quarterback since the days of Dan Marino. They went through Chad Pennington. They went through Joey Harrington, Cleo Lemons. You know, the list goes on and on of quarterbacks. Gus Farratt, that came in and out of Miami. So if they pass up on a guy yet again, like they did on Drew Brees, you know, there's going to be an issue there. But like me, Adam Kaplan thinks... You know, by far, Tua is the pick here. To me, it's Tua in a landslide from a performance standpoint, from just the way that he plays the game. He's a much better processor. Herbert's the better athlete. He's the bigger player. You, know, The knock on Herbert, and I, I was sitting next to a quarterback coach 
at the Senior Bowl, and he saw what I saw. He's a guy that holds on to the ball, holds on, and then fires it. Uh, and, boy, the ball gets there with juice. Uh, the one thing he's got to improve on the next level, it's more of a coaching point, is throwing with anticipation. He, he just waits a little bit too long. He, he's a taller version of Dak Prescott. There you have it. He's a taller version of Dak Prescott. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I see a mixture of Dak Prescott and maybe Josh Allen, guys that rely too much on their arm in Josh Allen, and then a guy that doesn't throw anybody open in Dak Prescott. Now, let's switch a little bit and get a perspective from Brian Kelly on Tua's injury history and what he thinks about all of this and if he would draft him. The ankles are not too worried because, you know, the tightrope procedure really is one where, you know, those are sprains that Alabama has a version of their treatment that requires them to follow a certain protocol that's different than most. So the, those two I'm not really concerned. It's the hip, obviously, that, that's a little bit more concerning, but it seems as though he's come back beautifully. I would have just required to see a personal workout, and I think he's shown enough in those workouts that, that would – you know, take away any of the concerns that people have about him. And, you know, once you were able to see him move around and and show no real effects of that, uh, he's a young kid that that is obviously going to get stronger physically. I would not pass on somebody of his talent because of the injury. Now, obviously, you wouldn't pass on a guy of that talent. But we've seen it with Miami before. When Nick Saban was the head coach, coincidentally enough, where Nick Saban offered a contract, wanted to offer a contract to Drew Brees, but the medical staff of Miami did not clear him. They ended up going the route of getting Dante Culpepper, and the rest is history. Nick Saban goes on to Alabama to become one of the greatest coaches of all time, and Drew Brees goes on to New Orleans Saints to become one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. So is Miami willing to take another risk like that? And... You know, knowing Miami the way that we do, you kind of assume that they don't want to take that risk. They want to pass on him like they did with Drew Brees. But part of me says, listen, learn from your past mistakes and go with the more talented guy. Now, Trent Dilfer, who's recently worked with Tua Tungvaloa, was sitting here talking about how the NFL has their own set of doctors that have worked with Tua and have cleared him for every test. Now, obviously, Trent Dilfer, who knows if he's on Tua's staff of getting paid or it's just something he's doing out of his heart, working with a couple of the combine guys and the prospects. But this is what Dilfer had to say about Tua and his injuries. I only can go off of what I I know, and I know that the the doctors – one that the NFL uses to clear the hips, have all cleared them. Dr. Kane is surgeon. I never did anything with him. We never did anything with him before he cleared those tests. He's passed every benchmark with flying colors. In fact, most of his rechecks, people have kind of dropped their jaws and said we, we could never have anticipated him being this healthy at this time. So I know the teams that have, have reached out to me, reached out to the agent, that two is talking to, all feel very comfortable uh, with his health. You know, there you go again. You have not only the people that did the procedure, but now the NFL doctors that have cleared him and have been wowed by the factor of his hip getting that much better. Remember, this isn't Bo Jackson of 30 years ago. This is a different kind of surgery. Every year, every day, medical researchers 
work their butts off to progress. You don't think that he's having the same surgery and the same effects of 30 years ago. We have modern medicine now. We're not using medicine of old. This isn't back in the day where, you know, you had a healer rub your knee with some lotion and all of a sudden your ACL injury was gone, supposedly. This is a different kind of medicine, modern medicine, where doctors have different types of procedures. There's different equipment. There's different doctors with different knowledge. There's specialists compared back 30 years ago when there wasn't a specialist for a knee, a specialist for a hip, a specialist for an ankle. You have all this now. So there's guys that literally dedicate their whole career to being a hip specialist. We didn't have that 30 years ago. So let's throw that hip injury out the window. If I'm a team, I'm looking at Tua, I'm saying my only question is, can his talent translate to the NFL? And who better to weigh in on that than Nick Saban? And this is what Nick Saban had to say about can his game translate to the NFL? Tua is a very instinctive guy, and I think that translates to any league, any time. He understands the offense very well. Uh, he's a very instinctive player. He's very accurate with the ball. He gets rid of the ball quickly. So I, I think it's going to translate extremely well because that's really what that game is really all about. And I think he did a great job of talking about why he translates, but I think he left out one thing. You saw Alabama run RPOs. You saw Alabama play in the shotgun formation. You saw Alabama play under the center. There's different avenues of Alabama's offense that Tua brought there that he could play, take snaps under the center. He can play in I formation. He could play in shotgun. He could play the RPO styles where it's a run-pass offense where he makes the decisions and he has quick decisions to make. Now, talking about Tua's injury history, I think this is something that can be coached out of him. And Nick Saban alludes to basically what led to Tua's injury and maybe it can be coached out of him. Most of his injuries here have occurred when he extends plays. And he does not give up on the play. And it's because he's a great competitor. And you certainly, you know, don't want to inhibit that spirit in any way, shape, or form. But there's also a time to be smart. Both ankle injuries that he got and even his hip injury this year were, were all because, you know, he was trying to make a play when the play had broken down. And it, it really, there wasn't anything there. And to throw the ball away sometimes is okay. I don't mean to beat a dead horse here, but... The kid is talented. Now, do you want to take away, like Nick Saban said, there's a fine line between creating something out of nothing and getting rid of the ball because nothing is going to exist. Now, you see it with Carson Wentz. You see it with Aaron Rodgers. You see it with Russell Wilson, guys that are capable of making plays out of nothing. Now, I truly believe if Tua Tungvaloa is put in the right situation with the right offensive line, that if they cater to his talents, he's going to be the best quarterback in this league in the next couple of years. He's going to be up there with the Patrick Mahomes, with the Carson Wentz, with the Dak Prescotts, with the Aaron Rodgers, with the Tom Brady's, with the Drew Breeses. He's going to be one of the elite quarterbacks if put in the right situation. I'm not worried about his injury history. If anything, you got to teach Tua to often get rid of the ball when nothing happens. We've seen some of his greatest plays 
one that comes to mind is Jerry Judy, where he twists and turns and Judy doesn't give up on the play, and he finds Judy in the back of the end zone as he's taking a big hit. Now, they scored a touchdown off of that, but could it have easily been avoided if he just threw the ball away? But they made an amazing play out of it. So there's a fine line between that. And if you ask me between Justin Herbert and Tua Tungvaloa, I'm taking Tua all day. Now, that might be because I got Alabama blinders on, but you hear so much of Justin Herbert having all the tools, the six foot six, the strong arm, you know, the mobility. But you look at Oregon and you watch those tapes, he doesn't use that. He doesn't use any of those other than his strong arm. He doesn't throw people open. He sits there and waits for them to get open and then chucks it as hard as he can. He doesn't care about yards after catch, and his arm isn't dedicated to that. His mind and his arm need to be on that same level where, all right, let's anticipate this throw. Now, like I said, he has all those physical traits of being six foot six, the strong arm, the mobility, and you have guys in the NFL, quarterback coaches that are like, Give me a chance with this guy. I can mold him any way that I want. And he has that capability of being molded. But is he willing to put in the work? Is he willing to mold to a certain extent? And Jake Palmer talked about how that's what a lot of people are attracted to with Justin Herbert. He's also a big lump of clay. And the right coach, the right system could mold him into what I believe could be you know, almost like the future of, of the QB position. Here you got the prototypical six. He's six six, two 235 pounds. So that's what teams are going to be attracted to. Now, if you have the right system in play, that's with any quarterback. If you have the right system in play, you can mold a quarterback to the way that you want it to. Now, the thing that attracts people to Herbert is the fact that he's six foot six. He's mobile. He's got the strong arm and he's got the ability to make plays. He's not creative enough on his own to run out of the pocket, to make plays, to scramble. Is that teachable in him or is he going to under pressure, go back to the old him and try to throw the ball at the last second, often taking sacks and hold on to the ball too often. That's the concern with Herbert that I feel is not getting talked about enough. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.